This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We are, we're taping ahead of time to let people behind the curtain because this week, is this the week after or the week before? This is the week it's after. It's the week before. No, it's the week before. Week before. Yeah. I'm getting married. So, it's ne- Next week will be like, I, I the, still have over post- a week before the wedding. Okay. <laughs> so this is leading into the wedding week. Um, yes. So, but uh, we are going to, in honor of that, we're, it is holiday season. And we wanted to do these lightning round episodes are some of people's favorites. We get so much good response from these, right? We do. I love, I think people like them. They're quick problems. People like just a, a, a nice little answer to a general question. Sometimes people don't want all the specifics. If so, this mm. is the episode for you. And we're talking about a topic that I think hits home for a lot of people. And it's about the holidays and sort of like, I think people are, you know, you, we always say beware of holidays. Our last Sunday special was about Halloween, which is a holiday mm-hmm. and did reveal yes. some things. Um, it, it, holidays kind of unearth these, you know, like it is, uh, it smokes them out a little bit. It smokes out your relationship status. And also, you know, it's depressing for some people. You're around other people who are in love and you have questions, parents saying, when are you going to bring me some grandkids? And it's all that stuff, you know? Right. Do you feel that way even as a man, like around the holidays with bringing anyone um, I guess not really bringing anyone home sometimes or- I you know you know what happens sometimes you get around the person you don't want to end up as okay. so the mirror gets kind of shown at you like I remember one okay. time like I you know like the you don't have of girlfriends past you ever seen that movie? Yeah, with, well, oh, I've never seen the movie. There's a movie with Matthew McConaughey, and he kind of plays a guy who's like always single, and he's like this player, and his this uncle who taught him to like be everything that he is, um, and basically like he's confronted with his like singleness of like the way his actions over the years in that movie. It's a stupid movie, but it's kind of the same concept that you're talking about. It, it is similar because it, I think like. Women get asked with judgment about that stuff and men don't get that. I don't think as much. Like I don't think I get like where what's going right. on? Yeah. Have you found anybody? <laughs> like that's never happened, but you do get faced with like I think the one thing that happens to me a lot is like you you'll meet someone who's like yeah, like that that is the version of you that you don't want to become. Like you know, divorce guy you know like mm. uh, down in his luck guy um person who never got married but then goes you know it could have been that one that i had done it with and you know it just never happened and you're like i think that happens a lot with dudes because men speak kind of more like i i think that's- men speak freely about relationships in a way that's like very honest like there's no like no one's putting it on airs. No one's like, well, the right. kids are fine and everything's good. You know, like I hear from married guys and single guys about 
just like, ah, you know, married life, ugh, or like single life, I just should have gotten married. Like, right. <laughs> we, we, well, we're that's my. That's my dream that someone who's rejected me becomes that guy at the Thanksgiving table just talking about how he should have been different, you know? <laughs> and now it's yeah. too late. <laughs> it's too late. The one that got away. I, I, I do think it's like from the mouths of babes type of thing. Like men don't realize they're being personal when they are a lot of times. Okay. You know, like, what do you, like, how like so? We, like we don't sit and be like, so tell me about you. It just kind of comes out right. and I kind of tend to hear it sometimes. And so that I, I don't think it's but it's definitely not that I'm getting like the passive aggressive like you better so find someone. Right. Have or, you found yeah. someone yet? Like I don't get that. I think with men, way. the relatives aren't. I think the difference is that like with men, the relatives aren't usually like assuming that you're trying and failing. Like it's mm -hmm, less, mm -hmm. I think that's the big, for me, I remember that too. Like the big annoyance with getting asked that question by relatives was that there was like an underlying level of like pity or like advice that's unsolicited of like, and especially if you were actually trying, that's where it became more annoying. <laughs> um, but I don't think any man, most people don't approach men with that same sort of underlying pity attitude. My friend Allison, Allison Leiby, who's very funny. She's got a, uh, she's a hilarious comic. She has a great joke about how women, like when you're young girls, you play games that revolve around dating. Yeah, and like Playing the house. loser doesn't and loser doesn't get a guy. Like that's considered <laughs> the loser of the game is you're alone, and it's like that's pretty wild that that was a game growing up. If you think about it. Yeah, I mean, my favorite holiday movie, Home Alone. I, I think I've, I've tweeted about this before, but it's so funny watching that as an adult. And like, there's a one point where like Kevin McAllister goes up to the pigeon woman who basically mm. just lives in Central Park and just has pigeons just shitting all over her. That's like her life. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> how did you become like this? Like what happened? Um, and she's like, <laughs> I was, you know, I was seeing a man and then he like, didn't want to date me anymore. And like, that was 20, <laughs> it was 20 years ago. And then like now, like, this is her life. She's like the pigeon woman in the city. And like, she says, <laughs> that was essentially the whole storyline for her. Yeah, he was a three monther <laughs> and he said he wanted to hook up and I told him I had a standard and then I just waltzed into the park <laughs> And I've actually, been getting shit on ever since. When he asks her why, like how she became this way, that is actually essentially her answer. That is hilarious. <laughs> it was like I this wanted guy, to marry him and he didn't want to marry me. And you know, met a guy on hinge <laughs> and it just, you know, kind of became a hookup. Yeah. And then I told him I was like, I want a real relationship. He was like, I can't do that. I'm busy with work. <laughs> And now's not the time. I'm not in the right mind space. And so then I just walked into the park and exactly. And now someone I have... gave me this huge jacket. <laughs> I haven't and taken now... it off since. And now I just uh, all I have are these fucking turtle doves. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, oh, that's great. Find yeah, that's someone great. early, I mean... kids. <laughs> Uh, this is all to say the holidays are tough. <laughs> you could get ruined by a significant other that makes you live in the park. Yeah, it, it is if you watch if you wild. watch Home Alone this season, just pay attention it's, to that scene. Home Alone two. 
Home Alone 2. Yeah. The, the <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's amazing. Um, okay, well, listen, people. Uh, we're going to do a lightning round of holiday questions. These are from you. The only way to get these lightning round questions in is to follow our IG. Um, go follow the Instagram account associated with this podcast. Uh, up Pod, I believe it is on Instagram. And then also we are coming down the stretch to our live you up show December 8th, New York City, betches.co slash you up live 21. Get the tickets. That's what you got to do. It's a live interactive experience. It's so much fun. We play games. We got red flag deal breaker. Fuck boy or not. We give dating app makeovers. We take audience questions. It is a full on. It's just a fun time. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit here. We, we've done enough. You explaining know, this show. you know what it is. You better be there. Yeah, you, you know, better it. be there. Bring the group chat. And if you have submissions, we're running down to the wire. You up at Betches.com. Title it uh, live show submission and we'll see if we can get you on stage. So um, any other announcements you, you, going on at Betches, Jordana? No, that's it. Money, please. Already been out. You guys should check it out. Jared, what, what shows you have coming up? I got St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. If you're out there. Come on, hang out. Let's 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 do New Year's Eve together, St. Louis, Missouri. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are we ready to do some lightning around questions let's do it okay first one how can i make my boyfriend comfortable coming to my family thanksgiving for the first time Mm. okay so it sounds like um it's already happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're bringing the boyfriend to the He's family agreed. Thanksgiving. He's agreed. Okay. So we're there. It is. Um, now it's about how do I make it? So he has a great time. Right. Cause that's really the goal. Like if we think like most of us, it's like, we, it's funny that like, you don't think about this. It's like, how do I make sure? Cause you do want to make sure he has a good time. Like I would want. Yeah. Or at the very least doesn't have a bad time. You don't want a bad time. Okay. Right. What would you say? What would you think as Jordana, as a person who is now uh, days away from getting married, your first time going to Mike's place for a holiday, what made you feel the best about going into their place? Um, so I think just like, I think being, first of all, having a little background on whatever mm-hmm. you're walking into, I think always gives you Lay of a the leg land. up. Right. Like, 
oh, just so you know, like it's going to be my uncle. And sometimes he says some weird things. Um, just like ignore them or mm-hmm. um, like, you know, this my is what dad's going to be this. Right. My mom's going to be this. Like, right. It, it is nice to be honest. So honest with the person you're with is like, hey, you're going to see dad comes down in underwear. My dad comes down, you know, like he, right. he might do that movie. I don't and know. I, like, sing- I did that. I think when Mike came to I was like, my mom's going to say something that's in, that's indicating that we're a lot further along than we are. Just ignore her. She does this with ever. She's going to tell you, I love you. She's going to tell you, you know, I'm going to have all of your kids. Like, just, uh, just know she says this. She says this to everyone. <laughs> like, um, just like, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's a, there is a sense of, you know, let everyone know what like the quirks are. If someone's going to get ahead of it, if someone's going to say something, potentially make them uncomfortable. Um, that's always really helpful. Here's what I would want to know as well. What is the thing that will piss people off? Like, everyone, oh, yeah, and, that's a good I, one. and not like there's obvious things like don't come in and, you know, start like whatever. But like if your mom's a clean freak, what's going to make your boyfriend look good to the mom? What's going to make the boyfriend look good to the dad? What's going to make the boyfriend look good to the sister or the brother? Like, what are things what will make him look bad that he might not see coming? Like, right. hey. If you take your shoes off when you come in the house, everyone's going to fucking love you. You know, like, let's set this person up. Like, give them a lob to hit out of the park, you know? Totally. Um, I think any sort of information you can give them is helpful. And then, you know, obviously, like, and just in terms of them, I think it's just about, like, protecting them. Everyone knows their own family. So... Mm -hmm. You're the one who has all the, the knowledge and just try to get ahead of of something. Or if I think mostly it's kind of like if someone might say something that might make the person feel weird, let them know ahead of time. And then it's not as weird because they're expecting it. Yeah. And also, I would want to know where I can fart and poop and be able to be a normal human. Like where where's like the break room of the house? Like, totally. is it the room we're staying in together? Like, you got to, like, establish a break room because it is if he's coming to you for Thanksgiving, that is a normal that is a holiday for being in, like, rest mode. That holiday is all about just like you get to let loose and be your total self. Usually since he's coming to your place, he is now in on mode. So that is the total totally. opposite of what he's used to on Thanksgiving. So. Where are there places that he can kind of like rest his eyebrows from looking interested in everyone for 24 hours? That is a great, great tip because I don't think people understand how overwhelming it is the longer you're spending in someone else's house to have to be on for that Mm -hmm. long. And especially in the beginning before you're comfortable with a family to have to be on for like more than one night is a lot of time to have to be on like your best behavior not because you know with your own parents you can be like i'm not like talking right now like yes i'm just watching tv (laughs) i'm watching tv and i'm not like i don't but you're if someone's mom is speaking to you you're not going to be doing that so i think that's great like go for a walk with them let them have like a little break from like having to to perform for a little bit is so important like can I, can I get the dishes, Mrs. Smith? Can I get the can I get the door, Mr. Smith? Like you have to do that the whole fucking time. It's like give him, yeah, give him a walk. Let's go for a drive. Hey, I want to show you the town. Hey, um, 
also, you know, like sleeping arrangements. Like if your parents are going to be like, hey, he's in that room, you're in that room. Make it, you know, let's don't leave anything vague. Don't leave that vague. Like I want to know where I'm going, where set me up to win. Set your boyfriend up to win. I think that's a big part. And if it's about actual comfort, make sure, you know, like, what do you like to eat? I will make sure that it's on the list of things that we're getting. Like, what do you, uh, you know, that's a nice way to make someone feel welcome or like you're trying. Like, what's your favorite dessert? I'll make, you know, I want to make sure that you have like stuff there that you like that you're into. Go also to watch Meet the Parents. Go watch Meet the Parents and do the exact opposite of whatever she did. She, like, (laughs) I watched Meet the Parents and she was the worst host of a boyfriend i've ever like the she idea wanted to that, let like, him sleep in no you can't let him sleep in that is <laughs> listen if everyone wakes up early i want to know everyone wakes up early i'm up like i'm not gonna right. do, i would oh i would felt so bad for greg fokker um yeah it's on <laughs> that's on the person whose house it is i agree to like yes. you know or <laughs> inform them like he's an exotic pl- she lied to him he's an exotic plant uh, <laughs> caretaker. <laughs> Let's do another. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Two months in, suggestions to keep dating momentum going with separate holiday travel plans. Okay, this is a very interesting question because it comes up way more than like I, 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 I understand the question, but it's interesting that it is a thing. It's key to being yeah. keeping dating momentum going. So you're seeing someone for two months. And you got to keep uh, what do you do over the holidays if you're not going to be seeing each other a lot? I think that's a good question. I think like because a lot of times it's kind of like and I remember thinking about this for vacations that I was going on in the beginning of dating Mike where it's like we've been dating a month and now we're going to be gone for two weeks. That's half the time we've been mm-hmm. seeing each other. So it's kind of sure. like what what do I And I think there's a sense of like, what do I owe this person? What does this person owe me in terms of communication? Like, how would I, how can I gauge if I'm bothering them while they're home or if they are interested in speaking to me? I see, this is where I come back to like my, my, my thing is always text when you have something to say, Mm -hmm. you know, and you've been saying that since the beginning. Yeah. Since the beginning text when you got something to say. And if someone has something to say to you and you're and, and you're excited by that, that's great, too. But like, you know, if something happened, text them. If you thought, you know, who would think this is funny? Text them. If you have a picture of something funny and you think they would and you think of them, if you don't think of them, that's a good sign, too. You know, why? It's a little. <laughs> I didn't even think of this person. We're two months in. I didn't think to text them once. Right. Maybe this is I'm not that into them. You know, it goes both yeah. ways. It, yeah, and you it, can it judge is... the person based on how they're responding to your bids for contact. Totally. And it's like, if someone completely disappears, then that's a problem. It's okay to be turned off. I think, like, text when you have something to say and realize when, you know, if this person's actions, like, like the idea that you have to be in touch every day or on the phone every day, like, or plan a call, like, that's not getting you anywhere like I, I i think that's like to me that's two people that really don't know each other well enough yet or aren't really that you know if you i, I don't know mm-hmm. i think it should be very comfortable it to me this should be a one of those things where it's like oh you're not responding where have you been and if they go hey holiday's busy i'm like 
okay. Right. And that's your, that's, you could be turned off by that. Yeah. It's like, good luck. I, you know, like if I was, you know, and also if they're not texting back, like you have to wonder who they're texting. Everyone's texting something. Nothing gives me naked confidence, like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi whole body deodorant. It's the game changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. When is the right time to include your significant other in family holiday gatherings? What do you think? I think this means, I don't know if there's like a rule for this. I don't believe in that. I think it depends on like what that means to a certain person. Some people are like, I'm not bringing anyone home until like I'm going to marry them. And some people yeah. are kind of like, why? I don't care if you meet my parents. My parents aren't going to care if we break up. So I wouldn't, why wouldn't, why not introduce them to you? I used to, <laughs> well, I've gone from one feeling on this to another okay let's hear it that's I've that's a more interesting take that's a more int- let's hear well it. i i think like i used to be like yeah my f- family like it's cool you meet my family but like if it, it matters to people to meet families like it, it, it that is something to be unraveled i think like your family might not mind if you two break up because i think most families will be okay with a breakup there i think it doesn't matter they just want you to be okay Right. They want your kid, their kid to be okay. So I think you have to, that is less important than the person you're bringing into this. Like, just know, like, that's a huge step. Like, you're, you know, you're trying to make this family thing work out. Like, if you're thinking long, long term, like, how you bring them in, first impressions are a big deal. And, like, so I think you have to be ready to like bring them in at their best, at your best as a couple when it's not like not sure. Like you want like you mm-hmm. want to be positive so that the rest of the family like kind of follows suit with you, I think. So you're saying wait like wait and you should wait until you're sure about the person to bring them home. Yes. Okay. I really I really do believe that especially a holiday situation. Hey, I'm sure that I I'm in love with this person and it's great. I think it's to me like I remember someone told me that when I moved in with my now ex, someone told me they're like the move in is the marriage. Like they were like the move in is is, is, he he was like he and he had already had kids and was married and he's like 
kids. He was like, marriage was nothing. He's like, kids was nothing. Like, was nothing. He was like, we kids. I hear he, her. He, to him, he was like, we just bought diapers. Like he was like <laughs> legit. Sounds like, like he was yes, real involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> killing himself over these kids. He no, but he was just like you know, kids. Goes, I barely rest- know them. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Oh, I have three now. Um, yeah, he, but he was like, the move in was really when you became a couple. Yeah, and. That- I think part of that is also family stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's like, so it's like when you bring someone in, like, you know, as far as when the right time is, I, I think it can be, you should, I, if I, looking back in my life, I wish I was more sure for those things. Okay. So that's going to be your new mindset is my new mantra before anyone gets a hold of your parents. You need to, they can, they could check them out on Instagram. That's really the only place. So what if it. you were sure, though, and you brought them home and then your parents weren't into them? Um, see, this is the thing. This is where I would be coaching them up. Like, t- I think me being sure makes everyone else more sure. Right. If you were sure like, and knowing your and you know yourself and your parents know you, I feel like they would almost by default get along. I think I think parents become less sure when they watch you be less sure. Right. That's a good point. You know, so when you're sure the parents are like, well, we got to be on board. We we got to figure this out. I think I genuinely believe that. Like some people have, you know, different circumstances. Things fall apart over time. I understand that. But I'm saying you only get one first impression. If you're walking in like here they are, you're pumped up, you're excited. They see that on your face. They get excited. Right. Well, it's kind of like if you were even talking about like a job, like when you were going to become a comedian, they probably like more into mm. it when the more secure you felt in it, the more secure they felt in like being supportive of it. Yeah. The passion for it, you know, right. like even just passion alone like that. I think that helps a lot. So that's you so, heard it here. Make out do an intensive yeah. <laughs> make out every chance you get in front of your parents so they know that you are here for it. <laughs> Excuse me, dad. <laughs> Uh, just <laughs> French kissing. I'm into this. <laughs> okay. Okay. How to politely turn down significant others' family holiday plan to spend holidays with your own family. See, this is like one of those. This is like the opposite. Right. Someone invites you, and you're like, you're either not ready, or you're just like, I want to be with my own family, and it's like, yeah. I don't know. To me, this like tell, would would you would the, if someone turned you down for the family offer, how would you feel about that? I feel like we were in different places. I think about I would have to. That would be like for me like a check about where they were in the relationship. But it's funny. I was just totally on agree. the big kids big kid problems podcast that hasn't come out yet. I don't think so. And she was saying how she's married and her now husband invited her to home for the holidays and she like thought it was too soon. She kind of wanted to stay in the city and like be with her friends. Um, mm. And he was kind of offended by that. But I think maybe it's different for women and men. I don't know. Like, would you care if someone was like, or would you be like, Oh, this is never going to work. If a woman was like, I kind of want to like stay here and hang out with my friends. Well, we I do this I thing every say year. What you said gets combined with what she said. So like what you said, like I would be like, okay, we are in different places, but I'm also saying, I, I mean, from the last question, I made a change. Like, 
years ago, I'd be like, all right, cool. Good luck. Like, I wouldn't think anything <laughs> of it. Now, I would probably think of it as like, okay, we are at different places. I'm more serious than you. But I would also, them saying I'm not ready is like almost a good amount of communication. Nowadays, if someone's negotiating with you, that's a big deal. So if someone's looking at you and going, I'm not ready for that right now, but I'm still enjoying you and I could be ready for that in the future. That's a different story right. than I'm going to my family. Yeah, I agree. I think it's all about the way that you present it and how, you know, if you're still expressing to that person that you still really like them and enjoy them. And this is just like maybe you and your family do something every year that you love that like you just can't see missing at this point. Well, yeah. And also it starts the kind of the clock you have revealed. I, I do believe in these clocks when it comes to relationships, like where it's like, okay, you've revealed I'm ahead of you. Now, when do you catch up to me? Like I'm here, I'm waiting. You have to assess right. when you're like, so do you think like next year you would want to like, you know, like the years go by at a certain point where you go, right. you know, you at have a to certain keep point, going. you've got to get the invite. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you, you, this is letting you know where they are. And it's like, you have to like, I, I think when we look for other people to answer our questions for us and it's like, how about, you know, at this point you have to start asking yourself some questions like, okay, how long can I be ahead of them for? Right. How long, you know, if and Thanksgiving ain't working, does that mean, and like, let's be realistic with myself. Should we take a trip? Should we, you know, should we plan a vacation together? Should we, um, or, or do we not even go on dates? Like, you know, like, let's start. Be, I think this is a moment to be honest with yourself. No, totally. And I think that this is true <laughs> of any, we're using holiday here, but you can replace holiday with any other relationship milestone. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Moving in. Oh, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm having a great time, but I'm not ready to do that yet. But I see that happening in the future. Same kind of like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Same kind of situation. I think it's more about like having an honest conversation about it and then like seeing if the person's open to ever having it. And then if not, yeah. you're not gonna be able to meet somewhere in the middle. But what you're saying is so true where it's like, this could be any milestone. Like there, Thanksgiving doesn't mean, okay, I guess I'll wait till Thanksgiving of next year to find out. Right. Like there's other versions of Thanksgiving. There's telling someone you love them. There's, hey, I want to plan a vacation together. I want to move it. You know, just all these milestones. This is a version of those. So I like if I asked someone to come home with me for Thanksgiving and they were like, I'm just not ready for that. I would go, okay, well, what's going on with us? How do you right. feel about this relationship? It's an opening. Yeah, and it's okay. I think that like that'll give you answers regardless, good or bad. You'll either hear, I'm having a great time, really loved spending time with you. I just don't want to, you know, I'm, I don't feel ready to do that now, but I'll be ready to do it soon. Or to be honest, I don't know like if I see this getting to that level. And that's also mm. an answer that you have. It's funny. I feel like in rom-coms, they always made a big thing out of like the relationship milestone is like giving someone your key to your apartment. <laughs> Has anyone ever done that? No, I don't think I've ever. Right. The idea that I would be like that you would need it, that anyone would need my key. Look, right. To what? Get To be in your you home know, without you? I don't. Yeah. To get water from my fridge. Like I, I use the bathroom. Like what? what is that even about? Very weird. I, don't you really don't you feel would, like that was always that was like always a thing in like TV or movies? Yes. Like, yeah, it always felt like a thing. Giving the key to the apartment, but then it's like the only way it makes sense is if you live in like you know Bushwick, like way outside of right. town, 
and their apartment could be helpful to like get through your day. Like that's the only or they way work I can see super that late and you want to be like there and, and having you just come over. in. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard of anyone getting a key <coughs> to anyone else's apartment. So there's so many things like that that are TV things, but not they were like to make the TV like the punch bowl at a dance. Right. I've never even seen a punch bowl at a dance. I the don't tickets, even know what the fuck that is. The airplane tickets like that you could use whenever. Doesn't yeah, make yeah, any sense either. <laughs> Redeemable whenever. Yeah. That's not how Just airline like, tickets work. <laughs> they were like story devices. Yeah. Right. Very funny. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Okay, let's do another one. Getting gifts for the boyfriend's family. Idea, price limit, things over. I mean, are we going to do all of the work for you? Okay. Things over experience. <laughs> who to get the, who to get for parents, siblings. Yeah, the, we got to, uh, what am I, Santa? <laughs> um, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is one of those things that's like the boyfriend's family. You need to like, I would check in with the boyfriend first. Mm -hmm. How do you guys do gifts? And that's a very general question. But general questions get people talking. So like, what's the gift situation in your family? Like if, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, 
We don't do fucking gifts. Uh, they'd be like, what? They'd be like, if you do, you guys do eight, eight nights of Hanukkah, I'd be like, no nuts. No. Right. You're that's not giving the them anything. Same with yeah. my family. I would say that's the big, it's funny because like Mike and I are different religions and none of that really matters at all in our relationship. Like it never comes, there's never an issue that comes up with it except around the Christmas gift giving, which is just a concept that I cannot wrap my head around, which is like, you have mentioned this in the past. It's my, it's really like our one like cultural divide almost where I'm like, <laughs> The concept that you and your parents and your brother as like four grown adults make lists of items to give. And I'm supposed to I'm supposed to write a list of shit for your parents to buy for me. I'm 32 years old. Like, yeah, I'm just like, I cannot understand how this like makes how any many sense. things to put on the list. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I, I'm not putting the shit I really want on a list for your parents to buy for me. Like a, like a expensive like a Chanel shit. purse. Yeah. Like, 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 I'll have um, seven Chanel, but like what? Yeah. Like how do you gauge what is too much or not enough? I mean, it's been a learning curve, I think for me, but like, it's funny how it has nothing to do with religion at all, but it is just no. the Christmas gift giving is just like a concept that is, I I cannot fully understand the purpose or or the 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 even the upside of it but <laughs> he's he's like you just don't understand Christmas. So they're also um it's even made harder for you because he doesn't have a sister. Right. Yeah, that's I mean he has a sister-in-law. But I mean that not could help, same. but I mean the right. sister-in-law not the same. Like the sister you'd look at her list chopping in half right. i'll do that you know like <laughs> there'd be like you you would do you, it would give you a gauge or you would see what your sister at his sister asked for you're sitting in the dark you can't see a thing right so now i have to like have another part-time job of coming up with a list of like moderately priced <laughs> items that i guess i could possibly want like it's just um to me the gift giving is <laughs> I could write a whole book on why so they make an actual <laughs> list for you to get to them. I have to, I give a list because if you don't give a list, then no one knows. Then they kind of wing it, which is worse, I guess. Cause they buy a lot. There's so many gifts. I think last Christmas I got like, and I come from a home. I have eight siblings. No one has, gets any gifts ever. So I have to, yeah. so Christmas morning you sit there and you open every single gift and there's like 20. In front of each other? Yeah. And there's like 20 gifts. So I have to get my gift getting face on and my gift giving face on where I'm like, oh, like, and even though I already wrote the list, so I know what I'm getting because I already gave, I already wrote, it's like I already wrote this down. So I know what I'm getting. So now I have to open the list in front of his parents and be like, surprised. oh my God, like, oh, I'm so I'm so excited to use it for every single gift. I have to be like, oh, I'm so excited to use this for this uh, thing the, or for that thing or oh, this is great. It's like it's like a an hour of a smile plastered on your face for stuff no. you already knew you were getting. It's like the whole. I mean, this is a nightmare. And then I feel this like the Grinch. This is my worst nightmare. And then I feel yeah, like I'm like Grinch. I'm like this Jew who's like coming in to like <laughs> shit talk all of the Christmas traditions and just can't even understand why anyone would get each other a present. Um. Uh, and I, <laughs> I have to. I'm a horrible gift receiver. Like yeah. I, I, because I'm like I would have got it myself. Like I, right. I like, um, very rarely am I like, oh my god. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. This is my worst nightmare. So I, then, I feel bad for you. Thank you. It's every year. Um. So then at the end of <laughs> last year, when we came back to our apartment, I was like, Mike, what about like, what about like one bigger gift? 
Mm. Like what about what about like one we just we just everyone does like one nice gift instead of like twenty. He's like, are you coming and trying to change my family like traditions of like like he's like oh my god. I think I've talked about. He's like, how about how about four nights of Hanukkah? (laughs) (laughs) It's not the, but that's not the same. That's. It is funny you telling me this. I'm I'm so I'm your Jewish friend. Like they all right. have lists. Like <laughs> Every, everyone has questions. lists, and there's so many people. And then like I'm like, oh my god, what, what, we, what about when we have kids? And I have to sit and watch them open thirty gifts, and then thirty. This is crazy. Honestly, you don't under. I don't think you understand Christmas culture. Um, I used to love the idea of Christmas, and now I'm like, the gifts are really just just taking over well, you're the you're the tree grinch you're the well yeah it really fits my whole vibe <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want to take a re- i'm going to take a red pen and red line the entire christmas agenda <laughs> i mean what do you get for his parents so they make a list to make it easier because this person's saying what do you do for the boyfriend's family like right well if but, there's no uh, again the the initial advice of how do you guys play it is very much an important first question. Totally. And like, that's an important. Is this important? Yes. Is this important? Are, do your family even do gifts? And I think that like, especially if you're, if it's your first time there, obviously get like a gift for the parents because you would get a gift for going to see anyone's parents at any point. But I would imagine that the expectations for someone bringing home their son's girlfriend or, or boyfriend or whatever are just generally that they are like, nice and happy to be there and involved i don't think most Mm -hmm. people when they're meeting someone or it's an early holiday or like and what did she bring for all of us (laughs) i think the bar will be like that you brought something and you were thoughtful so i don't think the actual contents of it matters as much as the thought behind it yeah i i i'm i'm with you i um as far as like price limit i i think like this will all be gauged through what your boyfriend gives you feedback on what they do. But right. like, I think, I think that's a big thing. Like showing up to the house with just like a bottle of wine is like good in yeah, itself. I agree. I mean, I think I would assume it's not really about the gift. Um, but if you're going to get someone, someone, a present, just ask your boy, like that's where you really need to enlist the help of your significant other to be like, what would this person want? Because, and if they care about you like making a good impression, they'll just tell you exactly what to buy. Totally. Totally. Yeah. They, I mean, that's they to me, that's like that's what they should be doing. Yeah. Because how else would you know? How else anyway, would you know? I'll have more Christmas present opening rants later in the year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another. Okay. Am I the asshole for not inviting his widowed, unvaccinated mom to Christmas with my grandparents? this is we are well when you put it that way yeah yeah yeah. well i mean it is funny that he she refers to his mom as his widowed unvaccinated mom like it's a just weird i don't know did you not like the dad i understand like i don't know i I guess um, it's both it's both complex it's both like a reason for and against in the same sentence like she's widow, you should invite her, but she's unvaccinated, you shouldn't invite her. Well, th- this person put up the grandparents thing as almost to like make sure that we agreed with them. Mm-hmm. You know, like should I have a- listen? Tough subjects are going to come up 
over the holiday season. All these people are going to be, you know, I wouldn't, I would, you have a good reason to me. You're like, I love my grandparents. I don't want them being around someone who is more susceptible to the, I would, you know what I would say to you, they need a PCR, do it like a flight to Mexico. You need a PCR test three yes. days before you get there. And then she has to wear a mask in the house. They, you know, make it. Right. I have agree. some rules. Make it, yeah. make it available to her, but only on your, on your terms. That's, that's what I would say. That's a great, that's great advice. Like make it so like you're open and inviting, but also, you know, for the safety of others, put it yeah. on them. Yeah. And it's like, they've made decisions for their life that they have a right to make whatever decision they like. Um, you, I don't agree with that decision that they made as, as it doesn't sound like you agree with their decision, but you know, you want to live in a world where decisions get to be made. I've made a few decisions of my own to come in. You got to wear a mask. You got to have a PCR test. You got to, tape the PCR test to your <laughs> shirt. You have right. to, um, you're only allowed in the living room, the bathroom upstairs. You have to go to the bathroom outside, uh, you know, like you all, sanitize you after every touch. Yeah, there it is. So you establish rules that are difficult and you know, the unvaccinated mind might, might be like, you know what? I'll do another. We'll wait for the next time. Right. And that's her choice. I think that that's, that's, that's a great thing. Cause then you're saying, yes, and these are the things and they have everyone can continue having their own choices to come or not come. Yes. Do you talk about quantity price point of gifts with your partner? So do you ever say to Mike, hey, let's do whatever, like uh, what you get this one gift I, for the holiday and this price point? I think um, in the. Well, because there's a list, the price points are pretty open. <laughs> but in the beginning, I think the first year we were dating, um, we got each other holiday gifts. And to me, um, I think it was less about the price and more about, like, again, the thought that went into it. We did, like, experience gifts, I think I remember. Mm. And the experience gifts are usually, I don't know, between 100 and $200 probably. Yeah. Most experiences I, of anything you do is probably that price. I wouldn't go super high above that or super below if you've been dating less than a year. I have found that thoughtful saves you money. Like <laughs> when you're thought like it, like when you make a gift that you've actually put thought into or you get like, you know, I'm not saying like make a card. I'm not saying like that type of gift. I'm saying like when you've put thought in and like made the gift about the person and something they like and you know that they like it and it it, genu it generally like keeps you on the low side of the cost right I think. it matters a lot less what the actual gift is the more thought that you put into it totally so if you're out there and you're like you know what's the quantity price point well i'm gonna do one nice thing and then you go was that a you we all do the same thing with gifts we go was that enough mm -hmm. oh okay i'll add in a dinner you know what I mean? Like, right. you know, so thoughtful gift plus a dinner or thoughtful gift that was a little bit more expensive than you expected without the dinner. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this, right. I think it, you kind of have to do the math on your own. And if you're going to go on above and beyond that sort of price that you think is normal, you can't be expecting that in return. Then just do that and like know that it's but try not to do that because it makes the other person a little uncomfortable. Oh, there's <laughs> not. Uh, 
You only get, well, yeah. mine costs this. Yeah, or if it's like just clearly like an absurdly expensive gift or like jewelry or something, it's a little bit overkill. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Guy from high school reached out to hang. We never talked in high school. It's been eight years. Hookup only. I think we'd need a lot more information about that. No? Well, this is the time of year that people come out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And especially Thanksgiving, that night before Thanksgiving, the person that you never got to talk to, but you're, you're going to take a chance this year, or you always had a crush on. What I would say about crushes, a lot of times it's very um, animalistic. It's like smelling a steak. You salivate. So when someone makes a big shot like that, it's not like the movies where they're like, I'm taking this shot so that I can be with, you know, Penny Farthington, who I've loved <laughs> since high school. Penny like it's very, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's less that and it's more, I'm going to act on this carnal, I've been looking at them on Instagram for years and let's just see what happens. Okay, so it doesn't mean they don't want to date. <laughs> you're saying there's a chance i'd say it's less likely you know you, you right you're less I likely contacting okay. someone that you knew eight years ago to like go out to dinner with you probably yeah or to, yeah or to start something they don't know as much as you don't know right they so don't know you it's yeah. not yeah. yeah they don't know you so they you know listen they are infatuated with something about you to reach out like this i agree i believe that but I think what they're infatuated with is an idea of you. They've never really gotten to know you, to date you. So they're reaching out to you for a first interaction to get to know you. But they might be more ahead. They might be just like, oh, I'll definitely hook up. And getting to know you doesn't matter. Right. So I think you could still go and just beware that that might be a, a thought in their head. I just I, you know, I wouldn't get in the business of like hooking up with the person that got in touch after eight years thinking like this is they've been they've been writing my name in their notebook for eight years i don't <laughs> think it's that They're romantic just shooting their i think shot, it's a little more kind of like yeah. you're in town right and, and they have access to you you are an easy it is easier to get in touch with someone from your hometown than someone not from your hometown you know the same streets the same high school you have more in common and that's you know i don't think people are doing this knowingly but the, it gets utilized to create a 
a trust and a, and an, a, a false intimacy. I agree. Um, beware, but go. Also, it might just yeah. be fun if you're in town. If so you're no, looking yeah, for that. Keep, keep that in it. mind. So when you say it's been eight years hookup only, well, maybe it's our only hookup to you. Maybe I, I, that's no reason to not go and get a couple of drinks and hang out with someone. That could be a fun night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect response for the inevitable. So when are you two getting engaged question? Love those. Um, what would you say? I say that about any, to anyone with any opinion about anything to me, I say, if it's a question like that, I say, you'll be the first to know. Okay. Um, even though they're <laughs> like not. That. Um, You'll be the or, first to know. Yeah. Or if it's an opinion, I get a lot. Of, I mean, people are faced with a lot of opinions around the holidays or just generally around older people who don't have a sense of like that something could be upsetting, upsetting or triggering or it's a weird question to ask or a, a, a point. I always say if it's a thing, I'll say that's really interesting. Like, I'll definitely think about that. Mm. And that usually... If that's an opinion, that's usually what I would say. And if it's a it's a question like that, I'll say, "I'll uh, you'll be the first to know when it happens." Uh, that's a, I think those are very good suggestions because these people are not worth teaching. These people right. are, are you not do? Were, you know they're going to be that way. You're not going to getting mad at it. Just it only it prolongs even, it. Exactly. And no one's doing that either. I don't think anyone really cares is also the other no. part of that for any opinion or any question they're asking. They just want something to talk about. Like we just talked about, they're like f- everyone's in the room with their, with their people they're related to or they're in the thing. Those people aren't people who chose to be friends or they're, they happen to be related. So you're trying to make conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you're filling dead air. Right. You're just trying to get to the dinner you're just trying to get out of there. You're trying. These are pleasantries that maybe haven't aged well. You know, like when someone says, when mm-hmm. are you getting pregnant? That's something people have said for years. And only recently has the conversation really started of like, what if someone can't get pregnant? You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. idea of that being an offensive conversation doesn't. I, and this is a very empathetic way to look at it. And I choose to look at it that way. And I, I think it's a better way to like live like the idea that someone is asking when are you going to get pregnant and what, while knowing that you might not be able to, that's not the case. You right. know, like it's like just, when your dad asks you how much you weigh. Yes. It's <laughs> like, I do you know what I mean? Different. No one's trying. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying no one's no. trying to be like, Oh, let me like think about what might like hurt this person totally. and then ask them that because that will be like fun for me. Most, I would assume most, most people are not like that. But they're just kind of like trying to make a conversation and that's what came to their mind. And they're like, oh, you've been, this person's been dating. I might as well, you know, I'll ask about that. Yeah. And I would respond, you know, I'm not sure. We're thinking of having an open marriage. We're looking for <laughs> couples that are looking to join us. I, <laughs> no. Are you guys? I are know guys we're related, open? but. That's kind of kinky, right? <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're not going to get married. Uh, we're actually going to rent a van and we're going to find drifters to join us and threesomes yeah. along the uh, route. You know, you can go weird. Like, I mean, I don't know. That question, I'm sure, is always weirder for the person in the relationship that, that knows you're not going to get engaged. 
Oh my God. Right? Yeah. I'm sure that's I mean, like the worst moment that you could have. When do you get engaged? Just ah. <laughs> <laughs> make noises. Well, you're next. We're not. <laughs> 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 Funny. <laughs> yeah, those are all things. That's what I'm saying. They seem very innocent yeah. to the person who's asking, who just assumes that you've talked about it before. Totally, but, and they have no idea. Yeah, when are you right. getting engaged? That's what I'm going to do from now on. When are you getting engaged? <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Exactly. <laughs> start laughing. Yeah, but I would say things. I would just say you'll be the first to know. That's the that's usually just a conversation yeah. ender. Your advice is better than mine. I would turn I, I, as the man. It's fun to when you get engaged. You turn to the woman. When when do you when, think? <laughs> when are you thinking? Well, the, well before Mike and I, I remember, I was someone definitely said that to, my, to me when I was Mike, and I said like, and ask him. I don't know, Mike. When are we, <laughs> I don't a, know, Mike. When are we getting engaged? <laughs> <laughs> Just turn never. <laughs> that person's like in the worst moment of their life. That would right. be fun. That's a fun-loving couple if you like get to ask that question and you can fuck with the person asking you. When are you guys right. getting engaged? And then you're like, Mike, when are you doing it? Never. And then just watch right. the person who asked it like it like fucking freaked out that they exactly. ruined. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's. I mean, that's what they're that that's what they're doing. But people are just having to discuss it at home later. They're starting a fight. They're just just starting yes. it. So give them the fight then. Why not? Yeah. Give give them the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's do one more and listen, it, did we enjoy these lightning episodes? People love them. If you, if you enjoyed, let us know if you didn't, you know, let us know quieter. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to do one more. Yes. So we kind of already went over this, but what to get someone you're newly seeing for the holidays. We we've been saying this for years since the, in this podcast came out experience gifts. I think that's a dinner going doing something together create a memory that's right. what you want you want to get to know them so why not have an excuse to do it totally they don't need like things i don't think things are going to bring you any further in the relationship unless it's like some very specific thoughtful gift that someone has been talking about over and over i think experiences are the better way to go because you also then they have to do it with you yeah <laughs> they got it like oh a cooking class for two who will i bring uh you know my friend johnny really likes to cook. thank you <laughs> i yeah, had a friend like i had a friend whose whose boyfriend once got her for her birthday a cooking class for one and <laughs> we, it was all we could talk about it was all we could talk about Have for like fun. the next year <laughs> it's like it's like she has to go now to this class by herself <laughs> good luck i hope you learn something good to make me when you get home <laughs> they didn't last. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> oh, really the whole all my whole all my friends were just like, "What was he thinking?" <laughs> so funny. Well, listen, we solved dating again, Jordana. Right? We did it. I'm so proud of us. And if you're out there and you want to come to our U Up Live show, you gotta go get tickets now. Betches.co/slash U Up Live 21. That's going to be a great show. We're going to be answering your questions live. Fuck boy uh, or nah. Red flag deal breaker deal reveal. We have so uh, dating app makeovers. We have so many fun games. So much fun. And we'll be back on Sunday. It's all happening. Bye.
You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.